Chapters 13 through 16 of the Gospel according to Mark from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 13 And as he was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, just see these large stones and magnificent buildings. Do you see these great buildings? remarked Jesus in reply to him. There will not be one stone left upon another except in ruins. And while he was resting upon the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew came to him privately, asking, Tell us when this will be, and what is the sign of the accomplishment of these events? In reply Jesus began to say to them, Be on your guard, for fear anyone should lead you astray. Many will come in my name, declaring, I am, and will mislead many. But when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be afraid, for they must of necessity come, although that is not the end. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. In many places there will be earthquakes, there will be famines and riots. These, however, are but the birth pangs. But you, take care of yourselves." for they will deliver you up to tribunals. You will be lashed in synagogues and arraigned before governors and kings as evidence to them about me. The good news, however, must first be proclaimed among all the heathen. And when they arrest you and hand you over, do not get distracted with anxiety beforehand as to how you can defend yourselves. Neither be distressed, but in that hour speak whatever may be then given to you because you are not the speakers, but the Holy Spirit. Brother shall then deliver brother to death, and the father his child, while children will rise up against parents and bring them to death. And because of my name you will be hated above all men, but whoever holds out to the end shall be saved. When, however, you see the brutal desolator spoken of by the prophet Daniel standing where it ought not, let the reader comprehend, then let those in Judea take flight to the hills, and let him who is upon the balcony not descend into the house, nor enter it to take anything from his own dwelling. And whoever is in the field, let him not turn round to pick up his cloak. But alas for those with child, and for the nursing women in those days, and pray especially that your flight may not take place during the winter, for in those days there will be affliction such as has never been known since the beginning of the creation which God created until now, and such as shall never be again. And unless the Lord had cut short those times, none could be saved. Yet for the sake of the elect whom he has chosen, he has shortened those days. Then if any one should say to you, Look, the Messiah is here, or there he is, believe it not. For false messiahs and false prophets shall make their appearance, and shall give out signs and wonders to lead astray, if it were possible, even the elect. But you be on your guard, because I have foretold you all. In those days, however, after that affliction, the sun will be darkened, the moon will cease to shine, the stars of the sky will be disappearing, and the powers of the heavens will be convulsed and then they will see the Son of Man appearing in the clouds with transcendent power and majesty, and he will then send out his messengers to collect the chosen ones from the four winds, from the extremity of the earth to the farthest bounds of heaven. 
learn now from the fig tree this lesson when its branch becomes soft and the leaves sprout you recognize that the summer approaches and so also when you see these events you will know that they are near to the doors i tell you indeed that this generation shall not pass away until all this is accomplished the heaven and the earth will pass away but my declarations will remain about that day or hour however none know not even the angels in heaven neither the son none but the father be on your guard watch and pray because you do not know when the time is like a man traveling abroad on leaving his house and giving instructions to his servants to each one his own task and ordering the porter that he should keep guard be on the alert for you do not know when the master of the house will come whether in the evening or at midnight or at dawn or in the morning coming suddenly he may find you asleep but what i say to you i say to all be on the alert chapter fourteen it was now the passover and the feast of unfermented bread two days later and the chief priests and professors planned how they might arrest him by treachery and murder him for they said not during the festival for fear a riot might break out among the mob and while he was in bethany reclining at food in the house of simon the leper a woman came with an alabaster jar of very valuable perfume and having opened the jar she poured it over his head but there were some who grumbled among themselves saying to what purpose is all this waste of the perfume why this oil might have been sold for over three hundred denarii and given to the poor and they grumbled at her jesus however said leave her alone why do you grieve her to me she has done a noble act the poor you always have with you and you can render them a service whenever you feel inclined but me you have not always she has done all she could she has anointed my body beforehand for burial indeed i tell you that wherever this good news may be proclaimed throughout the whole world what this woman has done shall be related in memory of her then judas iscariot one of the twelve went off to the chief priests in order that he might betray him to them and when they learned it they were delighted and promised to reward him with money he accordingly planned how he might conveniently hand him over and on the first day of the unfermented bread when the passover is offered his disciples said to him where do you desire us to go and prepare that you may eat the passover he accordingly sent two of his disciples instructing them go into the city and there a man will meet you carrying a jar of water follow him and wherever he may enter say to the master of the house that our teacher says where is the dining-room where i can eat the passover with my disciples and he will himself show you a large upper room ready furnished get in readiness for us there and his disciples departed and came into the city and finding just as he had told them they prepared for the passover and when the evening arrived he came with the twelve and while they were reclining and eating jesus said to them indeed i tell you that one of you who is eating with me shall betray me and they began to grieve and to say to him one by one never i one of the twelve he answered them who dips in the dish with me for the son of man departs as it was written about him but alas for that man by whose means the son of man shall be betrayed better for him if that man had never been born and while they were eating jesus took a loaf and having offered a blessing he broke it and handed to them saying take it eat it this is my body 
Then taking the cup and having blessed, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. See note in Matthew chapter 26, verse 28. He then said to them, This is my blood, that of the new settlement shed for many. I tell you indeed that I will not again drink of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. And singing a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus then said to them, You will all be ashamed of me tonight, because it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. After I am risen, however, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter replied, uh, even if all are ashamed of you, yet I will not be. I tell you indeed, said Jesus to him, you yourself today, on this very night, before the bugle sounds twice, will have thrice denied me. But he exclaimed still more emphatically, even if it is necessary for me to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the others said the same thing. They then arrived at a garden bearing the name of Gethsemane, and speaking to his disciples, he said, Sit here, while I go forward to pray. Taking with him Peter, James, and John, he began to be agitated and agonized, and he said to them, My soul is sick, even to death. You stay here and keep guard. Then going a little farther, he fell upon the ground, and he prayed that if it were possible, that hour might pass away from him. And he cried out, Abba, Father, all is possible to you. Take this cup away from me. Not, however, what I will, but what you will. Then returning, he found them sleeping, and said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Have you not strength to watch a single hour? Watch and pray that you may not fall into temptation. Your spirit is ready, but your flesh weak. And going away, he prayed, uttering the same words. Then returning, he again found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy, and they knew not what to answer him. Then returning the third time, he said to them, Sleep on now and refresh yourselves. It has passed. The hour comes. Now the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us go forward. My betrayer is at hand. And immediately as he was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, approached with a great crowd carrying swords and staves sent by the chief priests, professors, and elders. Now his betrayer had given them a token, saying, The one I shall kiss, that is he. Arrest him at once and lead him safely away. And approaching with all speed, he at once went to him, saluting him with, Rabbi, Rabbi, and fervently kissed him. They accordingly arrested him and took him. But one of the bystanders, drawing his sword, struck the officer of the high priest and cut off a part of his ear. Jesus, addressing them, however, said, Have you come out as though against a robber with swords and staves to arrest me? I was daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not arrest me. But thus are the scriptures fulfilled. Then leaving him, they all fled. Yet one of them, a young man, followed him, with a shawl over him to hide his nakedness, and the lads caught hold of him but leaving the shawl, he fled naked. They now conducted Jesus to the high priest, and there collected to him all the chief priests, the elders, and the professors. But Peter followed him at a distance, and even into the court of the high priest, and he took a seat with the officers and warmed himself by the fire. Now the professors and the whole council sought out evidence against Jesus, with the object of condemning him to death, but they found none. For although many false witnesses came forward, their evidence did not agree. 
other liars then came forward asserting that they heard him saying i will demolish this handmade temple and in three days i will construct another without hand labor but even in this their evidence did not agree the high priest then standing up among them questioned jesus asking have you nothing to say in your defense what is all this that they charge against you but he continued silent answering nothing the high priest again questioned him asking are you the messiah the son of the blessed i am said jesus in reply and you shall see the son of man seated upon the right of that power and coming in the clouds of heaven the high priest thereupon tore his robes exclaiming what need have we of further witnesses you have heard his blasphemy how does it appear to you they all decided that he was liable to be put to death and some began to spit upon him others to blindfold him and striking him on the head asked him to prophesy while the officers struck him with their staves and while peter was seated at the back of the court one of the girls of the high priest came forward and noticing peter warming himself she gazed upon him and said why you are with jesus of nazareth but he denied saying i neither know nor understand what you say and he went out into the passage and the bugle sounded but the same girl seeing him again began to say to the bystanders this fellow belongs to them but he again denied it after a little however the bystanders said to peter you are certainly one of them for you are a galilean then peter began to curse and to swear saying i do not even know the man you talk about and again the bugle sounded peter then called to remembrance the prediction of jesus when he told him before the bugle sounds twice you will have denied me thrice and rushing out he wept chapter fifteen and as soon as the morning arrived the chief priests elders and professors and the whole senate held a conference and binding jesus they led him away and delivered him over to pilate then pilate inquired of him are you the king of the jews you say so jesus replied the chief priests then brought many accusations against him pilate again asked him can you say nothing in defense see how many charges they bring against you but even then jesus said nothing in reply so that pilate was much astonished now at festival time it was customary for him to liberate for them one prisoner whoever they might ask for and there was one named bar abbas imprisoned with the rebels who had committed murder in the rebellion and the mob began to yell out demanding him to do what he had been accustomed to do for them well said pilate in reply to them do you wish me to liberate for you the king of the jews for he perceived that it was through malice that the chief priests had arraigned him but the chief priests incited the mob to ask that he might rather liberate bar abbas pilate however then said to them again what then do you wish that i should do with him whom you call the king of the jews crucify him they shouted in reply why what crime has he committed pilate asked them again crucify him they yelled out more fiercely than before then pilate deciding to satisfy the mob liberated barabbas and after flogging jesus handed him over to be crucified and the soldiers led him into the courtyard known as the palace where they mustered all the troops and they arrayed him in a purple robe and crowned him with a crown of plaited thorns and began to salute him with good health to the king of the jews <laughs> while at the same time they kept striking him upon the head with a stick spitting upon him and bowing before him in homage 
and when they had insulted him, they took from off him the purple robe, clad him in his own attire, and led him out for crucifixion. And they seized a passer-by from the country, Simon the Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to accompany them, in order that he might carry the cross. And they took him unto Golgotha, which means skull-field. And they offered him wine medicated with myrrh, but he refused to drink it. They then crucified him, and divided his clothing among them, casting lots what each should take. It was about nine o'clock when they crucified him, and the inscription of the indictment written over him was, The King of the Judeans and with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left. And thus was fulfilled the scripture which says, He was catalogued with criminals. The passers-by also railed at him, shaking their heads and exclaiming, Aha! You demolisher of the temple and rebuilder in three days! Now save yourself and come down from the cross! The chief priests also sneered among themselves with the professors and remarked, he saved others he cannot save himself you messiah you king of israel descend now from the cross so that we may see it and we will believe and those crucified with him cursed him and when twelve o'clock arrived there was darkness over all the land until three o'clock and at three o'clock jesus cried out with a loud voice eloi <laughs> eloi which when translated means my god my god to what have you abandoned me then some of the spectators hearing it exclaimed see he calls elijah but one of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine and placing it upon a cane offered it to him to drink saying let him alone let us see if elijah will come to deliver him jesus having given utterance to a deep groan yielded up his spirit the veil of the temple was then torn in two from the top to the bottom, and when the captain on guard opposite to him saw that he thus expired, he exclaimed, This man was undoubtedly a son of a god! And there were also women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary the Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Little, and Joses, and Salome, who, when he was in Galilee, were his followers, and ministered to him, and many other women also went up with him to Jerusalem. And evening having now arrived, following which was the preparation, that is, the day preceding the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a much esteemed nobleman, who was himself expecting the kingdom of God, came and went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. But Pilate wondered if he were yet dead, and, summoning the captain, he inquired if he were already dead. And ascertaining it from the captain, he presented the corpse to Joseph, who, having taken it down, wrapped it in a fine linen shroud which he had bought, and placed it in a tomb, which he had hewn out of a rock. And he rolled a large stone over the entrance to the tomb. And Mary the Magdalene, and Mary the mother of Joseph, took note of where it was placed. Chapter 16 now when the Sabbath was over, Mary the Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome bought aromatic spices so that they might embalm him, and at very early dawn following the Sabbaths they came to the tomb as the sun was rising, and they were saying among themselves, Who will roll away for us the stone from the entrance of the tomb? Looking about, however, they saw that the stone had been rolled back, for it was very large. Then entering the tomb they saw a youth seated upon the right, attired in a robe of light, and they were awestruck. "'Be not startled,' he said to them. "'You search for Jesus, the Nazarene, the crucified. He is risen, he is not here. Look at the spot where they laid him. 
Go, however, tell his disciples and Peter that he will go before you into Galilee. You will see him there as he told you. Then, hastening out, they ran from the tomb, for possessed as they were by trembling and ecstasy, they said nothing to anyone. They were afraid, for... Note. The following fourteen verses are omitted from the older manuscripts. They differ greatly in style and language from the rest of the book, and on this account it has been supposed that they were added by a later hand. Alford expresses the opinion that, quote, in all probability they formed no part of Mark's original gospel, close quote. See also Westcott and Hort's Greek Testament. I would suggest that these three so-called endings of St. Mark's Gospel are simply notes of ancient copyists or editors. Ferrar Fenton However, having risen at the dawn of the first day following the Sabbath, he first appeared to Mary the Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and reported it to his companions as they were mourning and weeping. But they, when they heard that he lived, and had been seen by her, disbelieved it. After this, however, when two of them were walking along, going out into the country, he was manifested in another form, and they, turning back, reported it to the others, but neither did they believe them. At last he was manifested to the eleven themselves, as they were seated together at a meal, and he reproached them with their unbelief and hard-heartedness, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he was risen. And he said to them, Go out into all parts of the world and proclaim the good news to the whole creation. The one who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but the unbelieving shall be condemned. And to the believing these signs shall follow. They shall cast out demons in my name, they shall speak in new languages, they shall handle serpents, and if they were to drink poison, it would not in any way injure them. They shall lay their hands upon the sick, and fully restore them to strength. Now after the Lord Jesus had discoursed with them, he was taken up into heaven, and took his seat at God's right hand. And they went out and proclaimed it everywhere, the Lord energizing them, and confirming the message by the signs which followed. Another Termination but they reported all these events briefly to those about Peter. After that, however, Jesus himself sent out by them the holy and incorruptible proclamation of the everlasting salvation from the east to the west. Amen. The end of chapters 13 through 16 and the end of the Gospel according to Mark. Recording by Mark Penfold.